the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, welcome everyone to the show, Extreme Carolina. The show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their everyday lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from interesting and inspiring people as they live out their purpose on this earth. Folks, get ready. It's time for some good news that you can use right here. And today we've got a young man that goes back a ways with us back in K-Town days when I was there and we were doing some things. And I tell you what, this guy is amazing. His his love for people and giving back, it just knows no bounds. I mean, he is truly, truly amazing guy. And we want to bring him in here. His name is Stan Johnson and he is the executive director and co-founder of the Seed Nonprofit Organization. So with that said, let's give it up for an extreme Carolina welcome to Mr. Stan Johnson. Stan? Hey, Mike, how you doing, good brother? Man, I t- I'm blessed, and I'm too blessed to be stressed by the devil. We ain't letting that happen. Today. We ain't gonna let that happen. So, man, I just want to tell you, thank you very much for having me on the show. I know you've been pouring into people's lives ever since you was back here in K-Town. I just thank you for reaching back out to me so we can actually start talking about how to pour into more people's lives. Because this is what it's all about, brother. We got to get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And thank you so much, man. I appreciate you uh, giving me those props. Let's just dive right into it. Uh, uh, Stan, we we know you've been you've been in Knoxville for for quite some time. Mm -hmm. You even brought your family in there. You know, you even had a uh, had a business. Uh, that you were doing a few years ago back in the car business, but you had a burning desire to do something bigger, something better for not only your family, but the people around you. So you you gave it a run at uh, trying to get into politics, got sidetracked with that. They mm-hmm. came up with a way to keep you out. So, so you know, we know how they do. We know how they roll. So, uh, but anyway, that, that was just a little, that was a side, that was a side step. You know, you kept going, you kept doing the things you need to do. And so we thank you. So um, now can you share with us though, can you share with us a little bit of that vision that you had? As a matter of fact, when did you decide that you were going to be a co-founder and wow. executive director? What, what point? What was going on at that time? Man, that's a great question. I was actually at the point of getting ready to buy a new car store down in Athens, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And God took me to um, uh, Detroit, Michigan to show me that uh, GM was about to lay off 25,000 people. Mm. This, this was right around 2006, 2007 time frame. Well, we know, all know what happened in 2008. Yep. So I got a chance to sell all my business out and was able to come out with at least my name. You know, it was it was rough. <laughs> it was rough in them days right in there. Right. Uh, but the big thing, man, really was God just telling me that I wasn't giving him the glory. I was glory. Man, my car dealership name was Stan Johnson Super <laughs> Auto Center. 
<laughs> I wanted a little bit of the credit. So, right. you know, I wanted to make sure all that. And God basically just told me, hey, man, I, I kicked the dude out of heaven for that before. Mm. So I didn't want to be in that company. So I jumped ship real quick and uh, yep. was able to get out of California a, a year later and met a guy named Van Jones. He was out there uh, doing some things called Green Jobs. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know nothing about no green job. So he started saying, man, put a real cop gun in their hand instead of a real gun. Start mm-hmm. putting a, put, start putting some insulation uh, suits on them in, instead of them jumpsuits on them. You know, he just really mm-hmm. was making it the, the climate change and, and, and uh, the, 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 the world global crisis of uh, climate back down to where Pookie and Ray Ray them could actually understand what he was talking about. There wasn't no polar <laughs> bears and ice caps melting. It yeah. was, look, man, if we re-insulate our homes, we'll stop wasting so much energy. If we don't waste so much energy, they don't have to burn coal. If they don't have to burn coal, they don't have to put all that stuff in the ozone layer. If they got to put all that stuff in the ozone layer, we might have some clean water. You know, mm. so, brother, it just it just spoke to my spirit and it started telling me that I could actually train young people that didn't take four or six years to get an education so they can get out here and actually help their family. Because it mm-hmm. took me five and a half years to get my education. Just right. So luckily, I was in the car, got in the car business, ran that thing all the way from sales to finance to finance director, all the way to owning my own car dealership. Right. And, you know, that stuff there taught me that you can, you can use a career path mm-hmm. to get to where you want to get to. And the big thing that we wanted to talk about was getting out of poverty, mm-hmm. you know. We just don't talk about financial poverty, though, because there's right. a lot of other poverties out there. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so you got is. some spiritual poverty. You got some health poverty. You got some education poverty. All that kind of stuff. We got to make sure that we're speaking into the whole human being. You know, mm-hmm. you can't just be telling me to get, get my checkbook right, but my mm-hmm. heart ain't right over here. You know, right, you can't right. just tell, tell me to get my 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 my, my uh, credit straight, but I hate my mama them. You know, <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't really... This ain't really a switch off. This is all encompassed of what we're trying to do. So we just really want to get people out of poverty, man. And, you know, SEED stands for socially equal, energy efficient development. We train inner city youth. We started in in 2009. Mm -hmm. It was me and three other young men. Those three young men went on, did some great things. One of them became, uh, um, he owned his own food truck now. One of them mm-hmm. became a, 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 a abolition, abolitionist in Ab- Appalachia. And one of them started his own nonprofit to help other musicians and artists get their feet in the door of mm. the big music industry. So wow. once we seen that can happen, we started really honing in on like those green jobs. So we started talking about weatherization. We started talking about uh, solar panel installation. We started talking about community gardening. We started talking about recycling. So all those things don't take no long, long time to get mm-hmm. trained to do them. But all of those things are jobs that get you paid uh, a living wage so you can get yourself out of poverty, man. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. That's a that's a that's a big thing, man. They see and it and it encompasses not just one area, as you said, but it encompasses your entire life. You know, everything about you, your your spiritual life, your your physical life, uh, mental, it, it encompasses it all. I didn't realize it, it, it did all that. Well, so, we, uh, yeah, we, no, we, got, we, we got this thing called a career readiness program. Right. And the career readiness, it's a it's a it's an eight week program. And we teach you life skills, job skills and placement skills. Like our first class, Michael, believe it or not, is handshake and eye contact. Mm, people, I love it. People are like, well, <laughs> why would you teach him that? I said, look, man. 
In the hood, we got mm-hmm. like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand handshakes. <laughs> <laughs> right in corporate no america in corporate america they got one that's right now if nobody teaches matter. if nobody teaches you that you go in there to corporate america mr jim and you go to shake his hand and you got the elbow bump and you got this that and the third you know he gonna look at you crazy if you're not looking mm-hmm. him in the eye he gonna feel like you're not respecting so you already mm-hmm. you got 10 seconds to prove yourself before you even get to sit down and he already made his decision on what you're going to do or not. So if I don't teach you off the rip what corporate America is thinking, you're already mm-hmm. behind the eight ball. So mm. we want to make sure that you get that, those life skills in you. want to make sure you get those job skills in you. And then we want to make sure you get those placement skills. I tell all the young people, don't go to no job. You see a sign hanging in the window say, uh, help want it. <laughs> you, you, you're supposed to go do your research, right? That's right. But if I, no, if, mm-hmm. if I want to go on the radio, I need to know some of the stuff that you already know. So I need to come sit down and listen to you, right? I need a volunteer right. with you. What can I do for you, Michael? You know, That's how do right. I help you out? All of a sudden, you, you start teaching me these things. And then one of these days, I might say, hey, Michael, you know anybody that's hiring this? Look at that. Look at that. See, that, that's the kind of thing that we need and we need to teach the young people. And it's all about giving them skills, life skills that they can use. I love that thing earlier you said, you know, give them uh, a chalk gun instead of a bang, bang gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. What we've been doing in this country for a long time, we've been telling young people, don't do this. Don't do that. That ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. Don't, you know, don't, don't, don't. Right. Right. So Mm -hmm. if you hear that all the time, but you never hear do, do, do. What should I do? Mm-hmm. What should I be doing? <laughs> How should I be fixing this problem? You know, wow. so what we've been dealing with, man, is just a whole bunch of young people that said, hey, let's just forget all of this stuff. We've been training them on. Let's just send them all to college. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we know how that go because a 3.0 in the hood ain't the same as a 3.0 in the holler. That's and a right. 3.0 in the holler ain't the same as 3.0 in the suburbs. You know, right. and the 3.0 in the suburbs ain't the same as 3.0 in a private school. So we got we got separation, you know what I'm saying, of this educational system that we were supposed to get rid of a long time ago. But that's another story. I ain't going to get on that. Right. But, but the big thing is we want to make sure these young people, when they leave here, they're prepared to go to work. And nice. not only ready to go to work, but ready to start learning how to make that into their career. Nice. And especially if you like what you're doing, why wouldn't you want to turn that into a career? Man, I tell you what, Stan, you 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 are lame. I mean, that's a, uh, as they say in Mississippi, uh, you know, that dog right there, we were, we were <laughs> that's some good, good stuff. It will work. But I tell you what, we're up against the clock here. We need to take a quick break. Uh, for those that are just joining in, thank you for joining our podcast. This is also 95.1 FM. We're going to take a short break for our sponsors to say a little bit, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Extreme Carolina on 95.1. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Tar Heel Basketball, Cam's Panthers, Asheville's eclectic nightlife, and the Great Smoky Mountains. It belongs to us, too, out here in Extreme Carolina. Once again, here's Michael Borkman. Be sure to visit our brand new website, michaelborkman.com to access exclusive online content, including over 150 episodes of previous content for free, 
We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Extreme Carolina. So give us a like and a follow when you get a chance for access to giveaways and more. And lastly, if you don't want to miss an episode with our amazing guest, and trust me, you don't, you can now subscribe to our podcast and let the new episodes come to you automatically. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. Just search Extreme Carolina. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show, Extreme Carolina. And today, we are truly blessed to have an amazing, amazing guy with us. His name is Stan Johnson. He is the executive director and co-founder of Seed. And Seed is is not just, uh, it's got a whole bunch of E's and S's in it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, there's only one S and, and three E's. Yeah. <laughs> But I didn't want everybody to think I'm, you know, you you good, Michael. I, I actually, I actually got a, I actually got a young. I was, I was doing a fifth grade class one time. Yeah. Right? I was telling them about how all the stuff is, and I was telling them how seed is spelled and and uh, and what it stands for. Because seed stands for socially equal energy efficient development. But mm-hmm. we wanted to keep it in there because our logo is plant one, right? So right. plant a seed and watch there it grow, go. right? Mm-hmm. So the young lady came up to me after this thing and pulled my pulled my shirt tail, my little coat tail, and said. Mr. Johnson, I, I'm sorry to tell you, but y'all can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> y'all doing good work, but you can't hey, spell. You can't spell. <laughs> but the, the big thing is you get caught up, you get to learn more about us because don't nobody else spell their name with three E's. So, there you, it, go. you know, and, and please like us, man, on Facebook, on Instagram. We're at Seed Knox. Uh, our website is SeedKnox.com as well as SeedKnox.org. We got both those domain names. So we want to make sure that people reach out and understand what we're doing. And again, the, the, the big thing we're doing is just creating pathways for young adults, you know, mm-hmm. and promoting positive development through career readiness training, environmental education, and community engagement. Because we nice. got to be able to engage our community with the very same young people that they talking about is messing up our communities, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, if you got a young person knocking at your door telling you, hey, man, this is how you save money on your utility bill. Now, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, your ears just perked up because you just said, uh, save money on my utility bill. Utility don't bill. nobody, don't <laughs> nobody uh, understand that. That's you right. Your utility bill, if you pay, if you can pay it, you just pay it. If you can't pay it, guess what you do? You got to mm-hmm. go talk to Uncle Dem. You got to go talk to yep. Mama Dem. You got to go talk Bar to the Bars. Mm-hmm. But if I could teach you how to do it there you go. By, by caulking your windows there and you putting go. some more insulation. You know, grandma and them used to put plastic over their windows. Yes, they and, did. And a blanket up under their door. Uh-huh. That's that's a part of weatherization, believe it or not. Just exactly. like today. But today we got different techniques. We got double pane windows. We got weather stripping. We got mm-hmm. caulking for your, you know. So you got different kind of things now that you can actually focus on that grandma and them didn't have that will mm-hmm. still save you the money that grandma and them was trying to save. There so you we, go. We, we, and now just imagine. You got the very same young people because we deal with young people from the age of 18 to 24. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody I know be saying, well, they ain't got nothing to do. They're going to get in trouble. Well, <laughs> where, where's the devil's playground? That's right. right. Uh, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. So if we got these young people and we got a chance to put them to work, work we say nothing stops a bullet like a job. Woo. And that's what we really want to pump into people, man. 
Because you got to think, Michael, when you had a job now, we was out there. We were 17, yep. 18, 20 years yeah. old. And, and we out <laughs> 2, 3 o'clock in the morning having fun. But when we got a job that had to be, had to be up at 7 o'clock. That's uh, right. We, we couldn't stopped. do that. That's right. <laughs> you had to go to bed. You had to go to bed. <laughs> you can't show up. You can't. No. Oh, see? Smelling like a whiskey steel. I mean, no. Come on, no, now. That ain't, that. that ain't going to work. Because cause, <laughs> cause what we envision, Michael, is a healthy and sustainable community which all okay. of us can thrive. Wow, look at that. Man, I love that, man. And and, and and if somebody's sitting here listening, and they are, to the show, and they want to know, man, that sounds good. I like to, you know, tell my my, my son or tell my nephew or the guy himself, and I'd like to find out about it. So give us that contact, how they can contact you guys one more time. Yes, this is Seed Knock. Seed has three E's again, dot mm-hmm. org. You can yes. get us on Facebook at Seed Knox as well. Twitter, Instagram, all of those handles are still Seed Knox. Uh, our phone number here, you can reach us too, is 865-766-5185. Again, hmm. that's 865-766-5185. And we're located in Knoxville, Tennessee on 1617 Dandridge Avenue. But that's Knoxville, mm-hmm. Tennessee, 37915. And we'd that's love true. for you guys to call or visit or anything. We, we need volunteers. We need teachers. We need people to come in and mentor these young people. We also are looking for donations. So if you know anybody that want to donate to us, please send it in. We want to help these young people mm-hmm. because, again, nothing stops a bullet like a job. Nothing do. Man, now, I love that. Go, go ahead. Give us one more thing. Well, well, what I wanted to talk about real quick was the poverty rates in these southern states. And this is why it's so important to really start talking about how we need to have living wage jobs. And it ain't just from a training aspect is also from a job aspect. What okay. are the jobs that are out there? Like right now in the South, in the place, the states that hit Tennessee, we did an overall study of poverty. And number one poverty place in the in the South was uh, Athens, Clark County, Georgia at 34%. Wow. Second was Miss Jackson, Mississippi at 29%. Third mm-hmm. was Birmingham, Alabama at 28%. And Knoxville and Memphis, believe it or not, and uh, Macon County, Georgia, tied at 27% poverty rate. Man, who wouldn't be tied like that? Come on now. <laughs> yeah, Come on that's, now. That's way too high. And the, uh, and, the, and the U.S. poverty rate is only 15%. Mm. So we doubling. You know, something's wrong with that picture. Something's and, wrong with that uh, picture, bro. And, uh, and the way that it's wrong is, is connect straight come right back to what you guys are doing exactly and that is and that is educating and education is always the key and when you educate yourself i mean you know if you're going to go for that job you need to know a little bit about that job there, so these show gonna ask you well why you want to work with why us? you want to work with us and if you could tell if you could tell them about the ceo that just did something or you could tell them about the last product that they just built mm-hmm. or you can tell them about what kind of position or what kind of person you are for that position that they hired mm-hmm. for oh my yeah. goodness you're gonna be unbelievable that's right and the last thing about poverty, man, believe it or not, Knoxville has the highest African-American poverty in this in the in the whole southeast. Like I was just telling you, we are at 42 percent impoverished in our. Oh, right. That's um, crazy. In the United States, the average is 25 percent African-American poverty. Now, the problem is we've been we've been tracking this since 2000. 
right. we stopped tracking it in 2018 was the last time I got the numbers. Believe it or not, the poverty rate for African-Americans have been 25% that whole time. Mm. So when I tell people we can't just depend on Democrats, we can't depend on Republicans to help black people do stuff, we're going to have to make sure that this becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to make right. sure that this gets in front of every politician. We're going to have to be able to talk to people to say, hey, this has to be focused on. If you're going to tell right. me that overall poverty is bad, but African-American poverty is, w- is way worse <laughs> as much as that. Right. So That's we got to right. make sure that we we not only talk about jobs, we talk about opportunity, education. And we're talking about poverty, not only financial. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we've got to be able to get this thing to where we as a group of people say this is enough. We're not going to do this no more. We're going to make sure that all people, all mm-hmm. people, all people. All of them, as they have, 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 <laughs> have the opportunity for the pursuit of happiness. Right. Mm-hmm. So yes, sir. we want to make sure that this constitution means something to, again, all people. All oh, people. Man, I couldn't have said it any better. I, I tell you what, I love the way you laid that out, Stan. And that is so, so good. Uh, we, 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 we got a few more minutes before we have to shut it down. Okay. But I, I, I want to I want to ask this, which is really, really important. It goes to, you know, why you did what you did. And, and I love how you said it's about education. And the one question that I have time for to ask you about is simply about that. And that is we we love to ask this question. Mm-hmm. What book have you read recently that had the biggest impact on you? And why? We got wow. a couple minutes for that. Wow. Well, that's a good question. Uh been reading this book, man, off and on for a little bit because it's so deep. Uh, it's sometimes scary. It's called The Visionarian, right? Mm-hmm. It's by right. it's by Andy Stanley. And the, the, the quote underneath it says, God's blueprint for development and maintaining vision. Mm. Mm. Look at that. Now, the reason why it's important to me or reason why this has such an impact on me is God said, if the people don't have vision, what's going to happen to them? Mm-hmm. And we know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen to them. <laughs> They're going down. And we're going to end up at 40, 42% poverty. Yep. If we don't have a vision of what success is or what we're dealing with on a regular basis, we're going to be impoverished. This is not that far from the, the, all of this comes back to the Bible. I mean, mm-hmm. Nehemiah said it best. Hey, man, I got some, I got great work to do on this wall. I ain't got time That's to be right. coming off ain't, of this wall. Ain't got time. You know, for no foolishness. For no foolishness. <laughs> so if we can't understand how we're going to make sure this stuff happens, it ain't going to work. And mm-hmm. we got to understand that this is why we as a culture of people have to say, hey, man, this ain't right. Mm-hmm. You know, and we got we got to change some rules. We got to, we got to right. change some laws. We got to make sure that people understand. Hey, if if I'm super ultra wealthy, it ain't just because you're a hard worker mm-hmm. and you're a smart person. Come on, y'all. Right. If it ain't, it ain't for God, you ain't gonna be able to do all that kind of stuff. That's right. You That's know. Right. So if we don't get a blueprint, bro, and we don't sit mm-hmm. here and start developing and maintaining what God has told us about, come on. Now. We gonna perish. Hmm. Wow. I tell you what, Stan, that is so powerful. Uh, we're gonna put that in the show notes. Visioneering. 
by Stanley, Andy, Andy, Andy Stanley. Stanley. Okay, we're going to put that in the show notes so folks can go to their local uh, whatever, Barnes & Noble, uh, Amazon, whatever, buy that book, get that book, whatever you need to do, <laughs> because apparently, you know, it has a vision in there, not just a vision, but God's vision. Yeah, you know, which is which is number one in Uno Runo. Yeah, top dog in information. What you need, and I tell you what, I wish I had more time. We are just slap run out of time. <laughs> like this, man. We have, but I tell you what, wow. what we can do is this: we can invite you. Would you come back? And so, because I'd like to finish some of the things we just started. Is that possible? Down the road, we can get you back on the show. Man, I would love to, Mike. All the stuff that you've done in this community with the band on fire for God and all that stuff that you've done, brother, you inspired me so much. I would be honored to come back on your show. <laughs> Thank you, Stan. You're an amazing guy. I can tell you've been around JD. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate you. No doubt. No doubt. God bless you for being here today. We appreciate you. We got to shut it down today. But now, let me, let, let me just... Uh, ultimately, Extreme Carolina is committed to you, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers like Stan Johnson uh, that are passionate, purpose-driven, and making a difference by listening to their stories. Extreme Carolina listeners will have an opportunity to refuel, reconnect, and get inspired by unlocking the power of the people. Quarter of the week, we're going to close us out with a positive quarter of the of the week simply says this the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and con- and convenience but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy mlk man i appreciate you and god bless you we appreciate you we love you man and keep doing what you're doing everybody out there Peace. We out.